Hey, welkom hier op 105 seizoen op Gan Bos. Ons is baie bevoorig vir ochend om met die uitvoerde directeer Derek Mulben te gesels en hy is van We Wild Africa as a conservation NGO. Hi Derek, good morning, how are you this morning? Good morning Andrea, I'm very well, thank you and yourself. Very, very well, thank you. Can you um, yep. Thank you so much Derek for speaking to us this morning, we really appreciate it. And we're very quite excited about this brand new initiative that's um, come down to Africa. Yes, uh, thank you so much for, for having me and, uh, and our organization on your show. We really appreciate it. A lot of our work is down there. So, um, yeah, I'm actually quite jealous today. I'm sitting in Cape Town and I really miss the low fault. So, <laughs> yeah. good morning to all your listeners. Yeah. Oh, that's really amazing. Be there. <laughs> yeah, it would have been wonderful. But next time, next time, you come, next time you come down here and you can come into studio and we can have a good chat. Absolutely. Thank you. But you guys do something quite differently. Um, Derek, you've, let's start by, you, you've done one of the world's largest vulture translocations earlier this month. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so as We Wild Africa, and just for the listeners, it's W-E Wild Africa, mm. not Rewild. Um, it's We Wild, and that's specifically done that because I think we really get things done. Yeah. And um, yeah, earlier this month, you're 100% correct, we did the world's largest vulture translocation ever undertaken. It was done in partnership with uh, a collaboration between Volpro, which is a vulture rehabilitation mm. center, um, and they specialize in vulture research across Africa, and that's and are by far the, the largest vulture facility and research entity in pretty much the world, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, and then we worked with Shamari Private Game Reserve, who accepted the vultures and put up um, massive facilities for them, costing them millions of rands. And then we worked with DHL as the transport partner. Okay. Uh, wow. So, yeah, we moved about 163 vultures um, on one day. It took us sure. about two sure. hours to load them from basically crating them to loading them into the truck. Mm. We had a team of about 50 people loading and uh, catching the vultures and crating them. And then um, it took us about... Uh, 18 hours to drive down to Shamari over about a thousand kilometers. So it was a, it was a mammoth, mammoth effort. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And and then obviously there's a emergency elephant intervention that you also did. If if I'm not mistaken, this was also done earlier, uh, earlier in this month. Yeah. So, um, we pretty much on a constant basis, um, resolving issues and trying to respond to animals at risk, you know, so we've also done a lot of rhinos this month, um, you know, there's a few other smaller rescues we've done. So, you know, elephant is part of our, I guess, it's, it's our forte, we do a lot of elephant work in the country and specifically down in the low fault, you know, we've done a lot mm-hmm. of elephant work down there as well, mm-hmm. um, you know, chasing elephants back to where they need to be, collaring elephants, taking snares off elephants, um, yeah, this is just it's a huge amount of work and in, in fact, we had a very interesting story um, last year where a hippo actually bit two elephants Wow! Um, in an area south of Kruger Yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the first time I experienced it and it was sure. quite, quite hectic to sure. see. But, I mean, there were massive bites in the elephants and the elephants eventually killed the hippo, but we thought to treat the elephants. So we do a lot of work done on the wow. Um But specifically, this, this um, elephant operation is around Ndumu, um, and that's in northern KZN in Zululand, on the border mm-hmm. of Mozambique. Okay. And... Uh, Basically, what, what's happening is that um, there's a lot of elephant pressure within the Kruger National Park, and then the mm-hmm. elephants move out of the Kruger National Park, and these are groups of between five and ten bulls at a time, you know, so you don't mm-hmm. often see that, but these groups of bulls are breaking out of Kruger, mm-hmm. and they're moving through southern Mozambique, and they get to the border of South Africa, and they're walking to Ndumu because Ndumu is a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, 
historically, elephants were never introduced into Ndumu because of the sand forest. Um, Edenvelo or Kazadin Wildlife are specifically protecting the sand forest from elephants. Um, so there's no like elephant fencing around Ndumu. So the elephants are just breaking through and going into the villages and then they get shot there um, on, uh, on an occasional basis. So in December, um, Kazadin Wildlife were in a very difficult position where they had to shoot um, a group of elephants. Oh. Then we partnered with them to try and provide them with helicopter support. Um, and so far, we've managed to chase back a number of um, herds of elephants back into Ndumu and then hopefully back into to Mozambique, mm. but specifically Ndumu because it's a bit safe there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but, I mean, South Africa needs a much bigger strategy in terms of managing elephants. You know, every time we send a ele- helicopter out, it costs us between 30 and 40,000 rand. Sure. Um, you know, so it just eats into our budget, but we have mm. to do it. No, yeah. um, and as in or Kazan and Wildlife doesn't want to shoot the elephants. Um, they definitely don't. You know, they hate yeah. doing it, but um, you know, they need support, and uh, mm-hmm. that's why we, as an NGO, jump around and we try to get things done within 24 hours. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that was that was actually my next question. You, you are quite um, known for your reaction time in mm-hmm. in respect of emergencies being being super super quick. Yes, so that's what we pride ourselves in, and it, it all comes down to available resources and a network. So mm-hmm. um, as, a, as a team, we are quite a small permanent team within We World Africa, but what we do is we set up basically emergency hubs in different areas um, in the country. So, mm-hmm. for example, we've got a hub down in Hoodspread where we've got pilots, helicopter pilots on standby. We know the vets there, mm-hmm. um, and we deploy people and helicopters as and when needed. Um, so it's all about having that network set up trusting the right people to get the job done. So not every helicopter pilot can work with elephants, you know, so it's about choosing your team, but at the same time having available resources and access to funding. Um, So we've got basically an emergency fund that if we get a phone call, we're able to respond immediately. Um, And we've got very good supporters from the UK. Um, The Aspinall Foundation basically funds us um, a large amount of funding. We've got a few businesses that support us from the UK. Um, so it's all about that, you know. So yeah, we 100% pride ourselves in that, and we are getting more and more known for our response times and really getting mm. things done. You know, it's mm. not bureaucratic. We're we're very dynamic, so we don't have a big board that we need to first get approvals and decision made, and that you know, so we're lean and mean. We make get decisions done, and uh, we we take action basically, and that's what we pride ourselves in. Oh, that's incredible! Yeah, uh, I, I must say, I think I think uh, most of the time uh, when we hear of 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 rescue um, animal rescue and relocation and and intervention in, in that type of everyone immediately thinks of of, of rhinos and we forget that mm. there are so many other animals that are also in dire need of 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 the help yeah absolutely yeah i mean we work a lot with cheetahs so a, a lot of our work is also rewilding captive animals you know we don't That's believe amazing. that animals belong in captivity yeah uh, we've taken two cheetahs out of a zoo in Canada and released mm. them successfully in Zimbabwe. They hunted basically as mm. they came out the Burma. We have to teach them how to eat um, proper carcasses and stuff, but they wow. were fed minced horse meat in Canada. <laughs> so we first had to teach them how to work with carcasses. And once they could open their own carcasses, we let them out um, into like a 4,000 hectare reserve, and they killed uh, impala ram and a, um, wow. a young water buck on the first night and wow. we didn't feed them since we've never fed them that is um, 
Yeah, so we've done that. We've also done it with cheetahs from the United Kingdom. We've now got a cheetah from Australia we're working with, and it's all new genetics coming into the system. Mm. Um, you know, we've done that. We also sent, um, actually from the low fault, we work a lot with Wild and Free and the Pumalanga Tourism and Parks Agency. Um, and we've just sent 12 mongoose to Zimbabwe. We know we flew them up on an airlink flight, sent them to Zimbabwe because they're the reserve in Zimbabwe, hmm. believe it or not, that doesn't have mongoose. And people forget <laughs> yeah. about these things. Yeah, you know, of course. So it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, wow. Gorongosa, they don't have size jackals. So we took um, tire stripe jackals from South Africa and took them to Gorongosa. You know, people are yeah. shooting jackal on an ongoing basis where mm. in some places people desperately need jackal. Sure. Um, mm. So it's not just about how do we move animals, it's moving them for a purpose. Yeah, and, and, um, and yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so most of the animals we release are all collared, so we can we can we can follow up on them. We've just released a badger from the United Kingdom. I was um, I was you know, about so to ask you about Tembe to tell us the the, the story about the the, the name is Tembe. Is it a, is it a female? <laughs> yeah, so it's a female. Um, she was basically the only um, badger in the United Kingdom in captivity. So right. we said, well, what is the point? And we obviously mm. a subsidiary of the Aspinall Foundation. We work with the Aspinall Foundation on an ongoing basis, and they've been going for forty years. Um, you know, they've released over 70 lowland gorillas back into the wild, black rhinos. Um, and the, the the whole issue of it is is that these animals have no conservation value in zoos. So mm. the zoos will tell you they've got mm. conservation value, but what does one female badger, what is, what is her value for yeah. conservation? Yeah. So we yeah, said, let's true. bring her back to Africa. Yeah. We worked with MTPA, Mpumalanga Tourism and Parks Agency. We took her to Law School. And uh, we had a whole release process there where we did a soft release enclosure and eventually she, she stopped coming back to the release enclosure and we, we saw picking her up on camera traps. So she settled in well and she's done exceptionally well. And obviously badgers are very, very resilient animals. I yeah. don't think I need to tell you yeah. that. But uh, yeah, so we, we, you know, we, we've done that really, really well um, in the past and we're going to continue on that basis. And um, you know, we're also just on the point of Loscorp. We mm-hmm. in the process. Are short, we're basically in short finals of signing a long-term agreement with the Pumalanga Tourism and Parks Agency for the long-term management of Loscorp. Mm-hmm. So partnering with MTPA for 25 years to uplift wow. Loscorp Dam Nature Reserve. So we're putting in about 25 million rands worth of infrastructure in the first three years. Sure. And then we're going to bring in new ranges. We're going to bring in um, and basically become a restock it with historic species like black rhino and potentially lion. Wow. Um, you know, so yeah, we act very active in Mpumalanga. We love Mpumalanga. And it's just because people are willing to work with us, you know. Yeah, sure. and I see you're aiming to increase uh, the, the reserve to about 100,000 hectares. Is that it? Yeah, so sure. so one of the reasons why we chose Lithgow specifically is, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of reserves in the country that need help. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we need to be aware of this, that, you know, the provincial reserves in South Africa are in desperate need of support. So corporate, other NGOs really need to get stuck in. Um, and the reason why we chose Lithgow specifically is, number one, that it's already a big reserve and it's got a huge potential from a restocking point of view. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's so much land around Lithgow that we can really mm-hmm. work with. Mm. Um, and expand. So we've, I mean, in terms of our agreements with MTPA, it's not just, it's actually called a, a support agreement for the Lutzkop cluster, which includes Ndala Game Reserve, Mabusa Game Reserve, and the land in between. So it's about how do we join all these properties together to form this massive reserve. Oh, that's and uh, so that's our intention, you know, to facilitate and coordinate that and uh, engaging with different landowners. So we see that as a long-term plan, but uh, we, de- we definitely think it's possible. You know, we need to protect that area for 
for species like the Middleburg, uh, Middleburg cycad, which only occurs in that valley. Wow. You know? And if we lose those cycads, it's gone. And I think there's only like 400 of them left. <laughs> sure. So it's um, you know, extremely important that we manage this area yeah. and uh, restock it, you know. Oh, well, Derek, I must tell you, I, I mean, I can speak to you about this for hours. It is extremely interesting. And and I must say, um, be, on behalf of the whole community in the Lofal, I want to mm-hmm. tell you good, you know, well done and yeah. kudos on what you guys are doing. Yeah, it, and thank you. It must be one <laughs> extremely huge operation having, you know, all of these these projects that you're running almost simultaneously. Yeah, so yeah, so it's basically, you know, just how do we apply resources and where do we apply resources, mm. you know? So we have like long-term projects. So, um, for example, we we one of the few organizations in South Africa that actively translocates elephants, uh, just as an mm. example. So mm. last year we were the first organization to move a, a family groups of elephants out of Addo Elephant National Park. Yeah. Um, so we took groups here. But now what we've done is we've proven that it's possible in partnership with Sand Parks and Conservation Solutions, which is a specialist capture company, and now the intention is to continue moving elephants out of other elephant national parks. So we've got these long-term objectives that we plan for over four or five months. But then every day you get a phone call about a rhino that's been shot here. And we have to remove a bullet there and we've got to mm-hmm. then move it. A cheat is broken out there. We've got to go catch it or an elephant's got a snare or, you know, a jackal needs help. So, and, that, and those are like curveballs that get thrown at you every day. So we just have to basically field those calls as we go. But then we continue with the long-term objectives. So it's just about allocating resources and having the right people at the right places. You know, we have, mm. we're very dependent on our teams in the, on, on the ground, and we've got fantastic people working in the low fault, you know. Mm. And what I can say is just, you know, from a final point of view, is that Mpumalanga Tourism and Parks Agency is an exceptionally well-driven organization mm. um, from our point of view. You know, we've done so much good work with them, and the reason why we're so active in Mpumalanga is because they are so effective and, and they're willing to work with us. Oh, we've also got wonderful people like um, Hopeful Wildlife Helicopter Services, Yana Mayer, uh, Pete Rogers in that area. We work with uh, Chris Smith, the vet. Um, you know, there's just so many wonderful, committed people in the low fault that you guys um, really are lucky to have, you know. Well, thank you very much, Derek. It was it was really very insightful and wonderful speaking to you about this um, all, all the different projects that you have running, etc. And then, um, can I give the the um, web page information? If somebody would like more information on what you do, and maybe contact you for whatever reason. Absolutely, yeah. So I don't know if you would like to give it, or you, would you like me to just quickly mention it? You can mention it quick. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. So it is wewildafrica.com. W-e wild. Africa.com, and then on there you'll find the links to all of our social media pages. Um, you'll see that there is a page just on all of our blog posts on all of our projects, so you can see there we've got wonderful videos. You can see how the elephant captures work. Um, there's a lot of good content there, and then the Lost Corps project is also on there under landscape restoration. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of good information there. Oh, Fantastic. That's amazing. Thank you very much, Derek. It was a it was a privilege to talk to you, and uh, I, I, thank you so much for what you are doing to. Uh, for for the animals, um, especially uh, in Pumalanga, we really do appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me and and, and giving us the exposure. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Thank Derek. You, Hopefully, we'll speak soon. Right. Thanks again. Thanks Thank again. You. Thanks. Thank Cheers. You. Bye. In a different system from Derek, and I said to by We Wild Africa, the Niva Conservation NGO. Very interesting. And I must say, there's a there's a there's a job that you own say to her. What they do on the ground, so. Maar nou ja, nou eerst nie stuit en natuurlijk sonopgaan bos met trots moendlik gemaakt dier Wildman Nelspreid.